Out From Work Podcast. My name's Dave Swillam. Let's get ready to hustle. All right. Hey, and welcome back to the Waking Up From Work podcast. You're listening to episode 170 of the show today. This is your host, Dave Swillam. Really happy to have you here. This is where we get to work, making work a passion, living life full-time. If you're new to the show, this is where we interview and talk artists, entrepreneurs, creatives, and people living alternative lives, doing the things that they want to do instead of the things that have always been done or what we're supposed to do or whatever the hell it would be. So first, I want to thank everyone that has been helping me out with my single release for my own personal band, Broadwing. Uh, Shameless plug, we just dropped a single on Friday. If you want to check it out, we would love that. But that is why I've just been going like berserk with that marketing ramp and posting like crazy. So anyone that has been seeing a million posts a day from me, thank you for hanging out with me, supporting it, and uh, giving it a great launch. That was really awesome. We're getting good feedback. So hopefully my brain will come back to me a little bit, at least until our next launch sometime in end of September. Uh, But I'm sure that my schedule will fill up quick anyway. So I want to just give a shout out for the love there. On today's episode, I want to talk about building a team. This is something that I've been doing for a long time and I've still always got to work on kind of the things that I need depending on what it is that I'm working on, but it has helped with the additional things on my plate and trying to do them additionally better, uh, which I know is not the right way to say that, but I just did. (laughs) And so it's been a big part of my growth over the past couple of years and a lot of people have seen success in this as well. So I want to just break that apart for today. On this quick one, you'll notice that lately I've been doing just solo episodes tackling these topics head on for a shorter duration of time. Right now, it's just been a different change in pace for me to do this versus obviously when I started this, I had my co host and we could kind of banter back and forth between modern life of what we were up to in those topics and interviews, which are very fun but taxing for me to find the right people, especially after everything we've covered on the show. So lately I've been doing these solo episodes, tackling specific topics because I like to open the conversation, see what you guys think and and talk to you about what works for you and what doesn't. But one thing that really works for me and many friends that I've spoken with in the space would be building a team. So first of all, I want to just clarify, that doesn't mean that you're necessarily hiring a bunch of employees if you have a creative business out there. If you're just a creative person and you're working to just share your ideas and, and help uh, help people with the thing that you're good at, even if it's just playing a song or showing some art or whatever it is that you're trying to do, it doesn't mean that you're hiring a bunch of people on your payroll and now you're responsible for this big corporation or anything like that. All that building a team really means is just finding the right people that are willing and able to work with you really well at the things that you need them to do whenever you need them to do those things and getting into a rhythm with them where you can really just amp up whatever it is that you're trying to do. So 
I'll give some examples of things that have worked for different teams for me because I have different things that I do. As you all know, if you've been following along with me in this journey, if not, then you'll know now. But there's kind of different pools that I like to jump into and do things, whether it's music, audio, real estate, uh, outdoors things, and 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 clothing brand things, and all sorts of different things that I kind of like to build on. And I have different teams for different things. Some of them have overlap if I have certain functions that are needed between both. But whenever I'm trying to tackle different things and I want to get that to be the best that it can be, I need a a team so that I can do that. First of all, for time, I know that all of you out there listening right now, you're probably busy as all hell doing a bunch of different things, balancing all of these different pots that you have. And sometimes it's really tough to give everything the attention that it, it needs. And that's the same for me. It's the same for anyone. You know, where you put your energy is where it's at. And that totally makes sense. But this is really about making it so that it can be the best that it possibly can by not making it so that it's all on you. And a lot of these things don't always have to be at a huge expense to you. And uh, sometimes they are. But it's all relative to the stage that you're at and what you're trying to do with it at that time. So let's get into it. Every industry has different needs of what exactly it needs for a team to be surrounding whatever it is that you're doing. And then every person respectively has different strengths and weaknesses for what things that they should really focus on building a team around for them whether it's things that you may be good at, but you procrastinate really heavy. So you're able to do it very well, but you are just like not doing it. Then that's a problem. And that's like a kink in the hose that you need to clear out. So there are things that first and foremost, if you are realizing that you're procrastinating really hard, that's something that you should try to gain a team member to take care of from you. If it's something that's necessary and it's something that you need to maintain, but you don't like to do it and slowing you down or making you worse at it, that should be taking in a team member. Another thing would be your weaknesses. Maybe you're not good at it. It's not something that you're really good at and procrastinating. You just like straight up are not good at it. So you're not performing well at it. You're not doing it as good as other people. That's a time to swap out that piece of you and get a team member. So It's not just to save time because you're dragging your feet on something that you can do. It's if I'm not good at this thing, but I'm really good at these other things, it's time to swap that out for someone that is better than you. Because the idea of building a team is obviously for a lot of functions, for scaling things, for having higher impact. But think about like you're a, I don't know, like people who think, who remember like the old cartoons and things like that, like a Gundam or like some type of robot thing, right? Like, I don't know what else is out there, but some type of robot, if you're like, you were assembled like that, it's like, think about if you had like an arm or a leg or whatever piece of you with this analogy, it's kind of crazy that just isn't as strong, right? How awesome would it be to just like swap that out for like a stronger weapon or like alloy or something like that? Like taking something that's not good on you or for abilities and swapping it with something strong because you want to be this whole powerful thing all around. You don't want weaknesses. Everyone has weaknesses. Everyone has things we're good at and we're bad at. But what if you could make it so that you start eliminating some of your weaknesses? So 
it's not just you, but you cumulatively, because you and your team work as one, are able to be something that's much more bulletproof than you yourself, right? You and I. And don't get me wrong, I like things in my control because I'm really aggressive and fast paced and I will just like get shit done mode things and make them happen if they're in my power. Whereas sometimes I hire people or I have other people that aren't working at the pace that I want to be at and it bothers me and annoys me. And I like it sometimes to just be in my control, right? So I totally understand that. There's tons of things that I'm like, hey, I'm just going to get it done because it's my way and I'm going to get this shit done. And this other person's going to take three weeks or two months or whatever the fuck else you could be seeing out there and certain things. I totally get that. But having this ability to swap out weaknesses and be a stronger unit is really beneficial. So let's talk about this. Uh, Let's talk about this a little bit more in depth and like break it down a little bit. So we're able to either replace weaknesses or we're able to replace things that we are good at, but we shouldn't be doing. The last thing is that we're able to multiply how much we can get done, right? Because if you're taking everything into your own hands and you're doing one thing now, I'm making content, I'm working on audio, I'm writing a song, I am doing website making, I'm doing all of these things, which is very much a part of my life in the past month. What if you could also have someone working press and someone working marketing and working outreach or, or merch or all these other things. This is all like kind of like a music reference for some of the things I've been up to, but what if you could have someone else doing those things at the same time to either get them done faster, get them done better or to scale it, like have it done in a bigger impact, like reaching out to even more people, more of a ripple because you have more people being loud at the same time. So multiplying What does that look like? So I can't speak, like I said, every industry is different. Every one of you out there has different strengths and weaknesses. I really can't speak for who you need in your team. I'd say if you run a business out there in many capacities, some certain things that you want to have is like law, you know, some type of lawyer that handles the things that you're used to, uh, finance that, that handles the things that you're used to, marketing, press, a business mentor of some sort, if they're specific to what you're doing to educate some type of group of mentors for education, continued education and things that you're doing out there, maybe website design, photographer, videographer. Those are a lot of things that are like pretty used amongst many industries, but every industry that you're working and every person out there is going to be different. So like, let's just give an example right now. I do track my own expenses using. QuickBooks or Wave apps or whatever. There's many things out there and I can drop those below if you don't have anything yet. I track my own expenses, but I'm not able to put the time in to figure out what tax benefits or strategies I should be best at. And so it doesn't make sense with me specializing in things to try to figure out every single bit of that. So I have an accountant, right? Or maybe for me, I can build a website And I've done that multiple times to save money because I haven't had that capacity, but maybe my websites aren't as good, which is probably a fact, right? It's what are the things that you want to have done in a way that 
it's more impactful than you can do. And, and that's always a balancing act as we grow, right? Sometimes I'm in a mode like right now where I'm doing a lot of construction for myself and that's definitely not my talent. I'm not as fast as that as some of the other contractors. I'm not as good. But for me, like money-wise, that's the only way with these material prices, with these material prices and supply chain inflation to be able to get through some of these projects because the budget just becomes now double or triple and I'm just not going to get through. So right now that's a choice where if I had the team, you know, in the future, I plan to have a team of these people, which I'm starting to find them, you know, a tile guy or a plumber or electrician or all these things that I GC over right now, I'm starting to find these people. So in the future, I can move faster by hiring all of them to do these things from soup to nuts where I don't have to get involved so I can do things quicker. I can invest quicker. And this is on the real estate side, but doing these things and finding this team of, of, of who are these things that can do these things for you. So where, where do you need it to be at? You know, think about it for a second. What things am I procrastinating? What things am I able to do to save money, but I'm doing a really bad job or it's taking me way, way too long to get it done. And so therefore it's costing me a lot of opportunity. It's costing me a lot of money. Uh, there's an opportunity cost in it, right? So like if it's not happening, then something else is not happening. There's a cost to that. Everything has a cost. Assigning everything to a cost is a really great way to look at things to help you make decisions of yes or no. But you have to take a second, whoever you are listening to this, and just think about it. Like what things am I actually good at? What things am I really not good at or I really fucking hate them so much that it doesn't make sense for me to be doing them? For me, I am good at finance. I took like seven accounting courses with my master's. Uh, I just hate it. Just hate it. And I'll procrastinate it really hard. Or in audio, right now, shout out to Brandon for all of his help with me as an assistant for the engineering that I'm doing right there. I am good at editing. I just fucking hate it. I just hate it. I'm really good and, and enjoy customer interactions in the front end and mastering, if it's an audiobook, like mastering or engineering the podcast or helping people with their content and ideas. And then when I'm working with bands, I love recording with them. I love mixing, but I don't love mastering that. So there's different parts of my business for me that I will sub out with team members to do things because I just don't like it. So I I take energy away from myself when I'm doing those things. Maybe it's like not even too time consuming, but if it takes energy away from you where you're just like all of a sudden not stoked and not in a good mood, then it is hurting you because it hurts your performance for the rest of the day. So every one of you is different. Feel free to hit me up and, and just let me know what you think and chat on this at Dave Wake Up on any social pretty much or wake up from work podcast at gmail.com. Feel free to shoot me an email and let me know what you think. But just think about that. What what are you procrastinating? What are you not good at? And what is costing you something because zapping energy away from you? Now, what should be in a team member? Like, like I said earlier, a team member doesn't have to be an employee of yours. In fact, it's really nice when they're not because they can just be an extension of you. But what a team member really should be is someone that you have worked with before or that's working well for you, that you can use for something that you need on frequency very quickly, very well, and communicating openly and easily with. So 
you might try getting some of these people and they just might not be the right fit. You got to give them the boot and not hire them again or not add them to some of the things that you're trying to do next time, right? I've done that many, many times. And as I go into different industries that I need different things, I might not even know what to look for in these people until I'm trying it. So don't be afraid to give people tests and give them a whirl and look through their work at Agnosium and really look through everything for them and make sure that they're qualified. But you got to give things a try and see what works and what doesn't. But the key thing is when it works and it's working really well, you keep that person and you do whatever you need to do to incentivize them to continue to work with them. Sometimes I will do extra things to make their life easier. I want to try to be the easiest client for people to work with. I pay people on time or early so that they know when they are working with me and it's a paid job that it's something that's done as fast as possible. Or I like to do extras where maybe it's not something that's expected for them, but I buy them a gift card, I buy them lunch, I buy them whatever, depending on the thing that completely isn't called for in it, but it's just a nice thing to do for this human being that's helping you with something. Because I want to be the easiest person to work for, the best person to work for, and someone that the people who are working on things with me want me to succeed. I want them to succeed. If they're working for me, there's someone that I like working with because uh, I don't work with people that don't respect me. If people from the beginning don't take me seriously and, and act like I'm uh, an idiot or something like that, and then I'm crushing it, like later on, I will never fucking hire them again. And I put their name on a list and say, this person's never getting hired by me for anything. Right? So I want this person to, to feel respect and to respect me back and, and feel like they want me to succeed. So it's finding people that, that are able to do the thing for you. Once you find that thing, you want to just keep them and make sure that they are happy doing what they're doing for you. And a lot of that comes from trust. A lot of it comes from trust. It comes from open feedback and quick feedback response. So if I don't like something, I say it really early and right away. And I do that so that that way we see, is this a problem between us? This person understands like where my head's at and how I think uh, if I act differently than other people, which I'm sure I do because I'm kind of an odd duck. Then this gives the opportunity to correct it or to change the relationship. And they need to be great at what they do. Because if you're supplementing something that you can't do or something that you're not as good at, they need to be great at it. There are times where I've hired contractors where I am still fixing their mistakes to this day and I paid them a lot. And that's not acceptable, right? Because I can, I can do that. So I would have just rather not paid and just done those pieces myself. Or there's times where I have something do something because I procrastinate it, but they don't do it fast enough. And then there's no reason for that to have happened, right? So you need to trust this person. They need to be open with feedback and you need to be understanding and, and clear with how you're going to converse and send feedback to them and how that relationship will work. You need to keep those people if they're good at what they do and they need to be great at what they do if they're going to be part of the team and they don't have to be employees. Once again, and that's the best part of it because what happens just over time, you try different people. You try someone for your taxes, you try someone for photographs, for video, whatever. Maybe you're in different areas and you need these things done in different areas. Like I, I have kind of video and photo people in different cities and things that I have on my list and, and my phone. 
because uh, I travel sometimes and I need those things to happen in those areas, right? Or at that show or whatever. So building a team of people that do all of these things and function in this way are going to help you just work more nimble, work more efficient, be better and be more bulletproof. And I guess that's all I want you to think of. This is usually something that people do anyway, where people want to be able to have their people, right? To do things quickly and good and trusted. And it kind of happens naturally, but having some type of list or even if it's in your head, like, hey, I have three people that do this thing, two people that do this or whatever, and they're my people. Then you're just going to move quicker. You're going to be stronger. And it's just a great, great thing. So if you, even if you've been doing this kind of subliminally, I think it's a great thing to stop for a second and say, who is my team for what in the most important things that I have in my life? So if I am focused on growing my music, I'm focused on growing my content, growing my business, growing my creative idea, what are the things in my industry that are most important? What things am I weak at or am I procrastinating or are there people that are, are much better substantially than me? And who are those people? How available are they? How much do I trust them? How easy is it to communicate things that I like and don't like with them? Are they looking for me to succeed? Do they want to stay and work with me? These are some of the things that I think are worth thinking about every once in a while. I like to, like once a year, just take a second, write them down, say, can I write them down? You know, can I write down all of the things that would be needed to have something better than me? And then how many people do I have that can do it? And sometimes you'll find areas where you don't have anyone. You don't realize it until you actually need it, but that's not the time to find it because it slows you down, right? So try to get ahead of those things. Try to build your team, make it with people that are going to last. And as I've accumulated people that I love working with, it's just been an absolute pleasure to start scaling out my time, start scaling out how big of a project I can tackle and get some more awesome things done. So hope that you are building a team out there. Hope this episode was useful to you. Like I said, at Dave Wake Up, wakingupfromwork.com or wakeupfromworkpodcast at gmail.com. Hit me up. Let me know who's on your team, who should be on your team, or what you think of this episode. Love to hear from you. And I will see you next week. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. Peace. Peace.